When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, I thought about doing a, uh, a parody of the Doctor Who opening with our names in it. That would have been so cool. It would have been, but I did. Like, I was, I was lazy, and it's like uh, that'd be too much work. I'm not doing that. <laughs> so hey, it's totally fine. It, it, I hope you would have like edited the music just a little bit that was like just off enough. But it was no, still very I, much. I would have missed. I would have messaged my cousin who do, does our theme song and had him do a rap over the Doctor Who theme. Oh, that would have been really cool, actually. That Listen, been... it's not too late. It's, it's not, not too, too late. late. Timey wa- wibbly wobbly, timey wimey. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Let's talk about movies. Huh. This is candy from my brain. If you want to talk movies, well, guess what? We on the same thing. You gotta watch, watch, watch. Hey everybody, welcome to You Have to Watch This Podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. And today, uh, we are going to be talking about some Doctor Who. Oh, uh, yeah. A little bit of a break of the norm from the from our, for our show. Usually we're talking about movies that one of us has never seen. Today we're going to talk about a TV show. Uh, so what we did was, Devin and I are both Whovians. Uh, so we picked some episodes of Doctor Who for Ryan to watch. Uh, Ryan, this is your first time experiencing Doctor Who, correct? In this manner, yes. Okay. Uh, so we had him watch an episode from the 10th Doctor, the 11th Doctor, and then finished it off with the 50th anniversary special, Day of the Doctor, all in celebration of the upcoming 60th anniversary special, uh, dropping here next week, the week after. It's coming I up. Think it's, it's next co- week. I know, I know they just re- said they're releasing something like a, a, spe- a short on Friday. Oh, that's cool. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to talk about some Doctor Who. But before that, we like to talk about things in pop culture that we've watched over the last week. Um, and we're going to make we're going to try to keep this one brief, uh, at least my part of it brief, because I, I just did a whole podcast on this uh, over on Brilliant But Lazy. You can hear my full review for the what I want to show up. There we go. For the Marvels, uh, the latest entry in the MCU, the sequel to. Uh, see, let me, let me list off all the things it's a sequel to the sequel to Captain Marvel, Endgame, WandaVision, Ms. Marvel, Secret Invasion. Yeah. All of those too things. Many things. Yeah. Too many things. Um, which might be part of the reason no one went to see it, but I saw it and you know what guys, I liked it. Yeah. I liked it a lot. There's a lot of fun things about it. It's a fun movie. Like, it's a fun Marvel movie. There's no, like, raccoons about to die. Uh, no, I didn't break down in tears. Um, Nick Fury's fun in this. Like, this is a completely different Nick Fury than we saw in Secret Invasion that came out right before this. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's not, maybe not the best film, but it's pro- like my second favorite Marvel thing that's come out this Third favorite Marvel thing that's came out this year. Second favorite movie that came out this year from Marvel. So, Wow. Okay. It's better than Ant-Man. So. I don't want to say that that's not hard to do, but I didn't love Ant-Man. I really didn't. Like, the more time I spend away from Ant-Man, the more I'm, like, regretting the, seeing Ant-Man. The what? Some non-spoiler th- positive things that I'll say about this movie is a lot of the time Marvel gets flack for the fight scenes being just uh, punch cut, punch cut, and you can't follow the action because of what the story of this is with the three of them having their powers intertwined. And whenever they use their powers, they switch locations. Like they teleport to where the other one is. You have to follow them like very carefully to understand what's going on. And they do that very well. Okay. Um, so the, the action's very easy to follow. It's a lot of fun. Um, the three of them together is great chemistry. Uh, a very good villain p- 
played by Tom Hiddleston's wife, uh, whose name is escaping me right now, which I feel horrible about. Um, John Hiddleston. <laughs> no. Am I close? Um, no, you're not. Um, Darn. And while I, I, I'm, I'm panicking now because I forget it, um, I should have had it up in front of me. Uh, um, Devin, have you seen the Marvels? I haven't. No. Uh, and it's one of those where I, I, I want to, but I think I'm gonna wait till it's on Disney Plus. Zalway Ashton, Ashton is is the name of the actress. She plays Darben. Got it. Very good performance from her. Uh, very interesting villain, I thought. Um. But yeah, I gave a full review of it with Josh from Vill- Victims and Villains over on our show, Brilliant But Lazy, where we've been lazy and not doing podcasts, but we recorded two <laughs> on Saturday, no, Sunday, because Loki also ended at the same the same time as the Marvels came out. So we had to do two episodes. So Was um, that one as good as I hear? I hear the ending Loki? of Loki was like, yeah, I heard it was like so good it's worth like visiting now. Oh yeah, oh yeah. it was it was worth visiting from the beginning, I thought. Okay. Um, okay. But yeah, Loki Loki was fantastic. Um, that episode will drop here soon, so keep it. Go follow Brilliant but Lazy, um, for more. I think I have a key sh- shortcut. Oh, do you have one? Yep, I do. Yeah, you can f- find us on Apple Podcasts. Um, yeah, Marvels is is good. Very very fun post-credit mm. scene that uh, do you, Devin, you know what it is? Are they setting up the, the young Avengers in it? That's not the one I was talking about. That's not Oh, got it. Then about. I have no yeah. idea what the other one is. No, no idea. Um, can I, can I, uh, no, I'll tell you. I'll tell you after the show. I've got okay. to, I got I got a way of telling you after the show without telling you after the show, uh, but I'm not, I'm not going <laughs> to put it in this podcast. Ryan, any okay. interest in the Marvels? Possibly later. Okay. <laughs> see, I see gonna... the thing is like, is like I, I liked Captain Marvel. I liked mm-hmm. the, the original movie. Um, it was just with all of the shows coming out, I didn't really have any interest of watching Miss Marvel. The only reason being that there was so much Marvel stuff coming out, and I was already mm-hmm. burned out. I but yeah, I will say you can go into this movie without having watched Ms. Marvel and be fine. If anything, okay. this is the first, like, which is weird because this is a sequel to Ms. Marvel and WandaVision. This is the first time that anything that's connected to those shows has come out where I can be like, you know what? You don't have to have seen the show to understand, to appreciate what the story is. Like, you, If you've seen Captain Marvel, you'll appreciate the the uh, the Monica Rambeau and Carol yeah. Danvers relationship. Uh, you get introduced very well to uh, Camilla Khan in this. Mm-hmm. Um and Devin, you, uh, Ryan, I remember Captain Mar- Captain Marvel opening day. We w- ended up going twice because yeah. you, you and my wife liked it so much. Yeah, um, <laughs> I I really enjoyed this. So, well, I mean, wasn't that always the intent too with these these Disney Plus shows? Is that they were supposed to add additional context if you wanted it, but not be required watching? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that was the original it, goal. They got away from that very fast when they made Wanda the villain of Multiverse of Madness. Yes. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, moving on to something non-Marvel Marvel related. The Curse on Showtime and Paramount Plus. Devin, <laughs> not that I need it, but convince me to watch this show. I just love. It's a show, right? Love, it's a show. Okay. I love Nathan Fielder. I unequivocally love Nathan Fielder. The fact that you said that in the beginning makes me feel like you know what this show is. Ryan, do you know what this show is? Nope. Do you know who Nathan Fielder is? Mm, probably if I saw his face, not by name. Got it. Okay. So he's this guy that originally kind of rose to fame through this show called Nathan For You, where he would do a bunch of it's, – it's almost making fun of like Shark Tank, where he like propositioned himself as his business consultant. And he would walk in and he would try to fix businesses by doing these very, very stupid things. And he actually got relatively famous for some of the stunts he did. He created a viral video about a pig saving a duck uh, that was meant to, like, boost a farm, like, in their popularity. He also was the one that, and you might have heard of this because it made the news, there was a company, a coffee shop that opened up called Dumb Starbucks. It wasn't Starbucks. It was Dumb Starbucks. And 
that was Nathan trying to promote a coffee shop for the show Nathan for you. So he's done a lot of stuff like that. And increasingly through the, not only through the show itself, but through kind of everything that he's done afterwards, he's really leaned into, you know what? You might hate this actually. He, he really leans <laughs> into uncomfortable comedy. Like, like skin, cra like skin, skin rash inducing, like, every bit of me is crawling with anxiety because of how awkward he's making this scene. He leans into it so hard. And this is his most recent project. He had done one called The Audition. This is his most recent thing. It's with Emma Stone. And it's essentially about a couple who is filming a TV series for HGTV. And things just start getting weird. And it is Nathan Fielder at his most Nathan Fielder. It is so uncomfortable. It is so weird. It is so funny. It's so... I I love it. I absolutely love it. They're both pitch perfect. Nathan Fielder and Emma Stone. Pitch perfect in it. I, I can't... I don't know what's going on. I don't know where it's going. But I can't wait to find out. That's like my honest review of it. I can't wait. Okay. Alan, you want to watch this one? Oh, yeah. I'm going to watch. I, did, I missed out on his other stuff, but the clips I've seen of him online, I'm like, I need to watch his stuff. Um, yes. Nathan, for you, is still one of my favorite shows. I'll rewatch that sometimes. It's so yeah. worth it. So I I Googled his name, as you were explaining. It, yeah. Um, and I don't know what it is, but he's giving off really strong, like, Tom Green vibes. Oh, but he's... Okay, fair. <laughs> fair. But he's like now, a Tom... Yeah. It could also be because they're, they, they both have a very similar build except for the shape of their face. Mm -hmm. And the first picture I saw of him was like of was 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 like a photo of him with, again, that slender build that Tom Green had. Um, yeah. And then he had a Canadian flag behind him. And <laughs> so that might have been where that came from. But still, like, it's like I was scrolling down and he kind of gives off, like I said, like Tom Green vibes. And if it's like uncomfortable human, uh, like like humor, like that's what Tom Green did uh, when, like, when, when, when he had his show on MTV. After this, I'm going to send you a clip of Nathan for you. It's going to be a short one. You either do or don't have to watch it. But I'll send you a clip that's just going to be everything that his his humor is. And it's okay. either going to click with you and you're going to go, this guy's brilliant, or you're going to go, yeah, no thanks. And that's totally <laughs> fine. It's, okay. He's very polarizing, but I love it. All right. Uh, and then finally, we have the wonderful story of Henry Sugar. So I was uh, watching stuff the past couple nights, and I needed a break. So I went to Netflix and I, I really like the main actor that's in this. Mm -hmm. And I totally drawing a blank on his name right Benedict now. Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Thank you. Um, I'm a big fan of his and I've become a newer Wes Anderson fan. So oh, when fun. I saw that, so, so, so like when I saw that it was Wes Anderson and Cumberbatch was in it and, and I saw that it was only like 39 minutes I was like, yeah, sure, I'll watch this. I had no idea what it was or what it was about. And it is probably the coolest narrated movie that I've ever seen. Hmm. Like, I don't know what it is. It just clicked with me. I had Kristen watch it, and she was just like, huh, okay, yeah, it's it's decent. And and I'm sitting there going, this is the best thing I've seen in a year. <laughs> like, <this is> the... <laughs> um. So what it is, um, it is, uh, it's basically the narration of a short story that was written about this very, very wealthy guy that becomes a cheat at playing blackjack and does wonderful things with the money that he gets. And, and honestly, he does wonderful things with it. Um, but the way that it's done, like the actors are narrating as they're acting their character in their scenes and it's constant fourth wall breaking constant fourth uh fourth uh, uh uh fourth wall breaking and there's like it's almost like they film the thing on a stage with like uh with you know like play sets mm -hmm. and when 
and sometimes when they change scenes, the camera will either pan over and the actor walks either behind the camera or with it and like walks into the next set um, or the set completely opens up to the next set. Um, And there's three other movies that go with this that are 17 minutes long. Uh, You've got Swan, Poison, and The Rat Catcher. And they're all based off of short stories uh, that were written. If you're going to watch these, I highly recommend watching uh, 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 the one that has the poster up on the screen right now. Um, The Hungry Sugar one. Watch that one first. Because the other ones go back to characters that are in the first one um, without any explanation to, like, who they are or what they're doing. So, so, so you're going to need that to understand what they're doing in the short stories. Um, but it, it is, like, if, if you want to show someone what Wes Anderson is or the way that he stylizes his, like, filmmaking, have them watch one of the 17-minute ones. And if they like it, show them the rest of, show them, you know, the rest of the stuff. If they don't like it, then it's, you know, it's better off just skipping. But, I mean, it is, this is good, guys. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. (laughs) I love me some Wes Anderson. Uh, For now, we're going to, we're going to, Devin, you got, you got yours ready? I'm ready. We're going we're gonna to break I'm out ready. our uh, sonic screwdrivers. But sonic screwdrivers are expensive, and I didn't have time to order one yeah. off Amazon. So we're just going to pull out our screwdrivers. Um, <laughs> and talk about some Doctor Who. Um, so before we get into this too much, um, let's talk about what we did for the show quick. Just as a quick recap. So because of the 60th anniversary coming up for Doctor Who, Ryan had never seen Doctor Who. So what Devin and I planned outside of outside of the show a little bit was trying. We were brainstorming ideas on how to do this. Uh, one of my original ideas was let's just watch one of the Doctor Who movies from the 60s that have Grand Marth Tarkin in them. I was like, no, that that's not canon. That doesn't count. Um, and then we were trying to think of like episodes that we could watch. Uh, and how we would do that, like kind of like we sometimes we do a triple feature where we have each other mm-hmm. each pick a movie. Um, so today we decided that we would each pick an episode for one of our favorite doctors. And then since I picked 10 and you and Devin picked 11, we decided the third episode should just be their team up, which is the 50th anniversary special the day of the doctor, which I cannot believe is 10 years old. That's ridiculous. Um, cause I remember not going to the movie theater with my wife to see that because I wasn't caught up on Dr. Who. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So let's talk a bit about like, before we get into this too much, Ryan, what was your exposure to Dr. Who before this? Um, the fact that it's a British show. Okay. The fact that he based basically the British version of Bill and Ted. Uh, except for one, basically the British version of Bill and Ted, as in they fly around in a phone booth. Um, and, uh, scattered plot lines, like the, the queen being a whale. And, um, one really cool scene that I like where, where they take, where they bring Van Gogh back from the past for whatever reason to, to make him realize how important he is to history. And then his reaction to seeing people looking at his stuff in a museum. That's all I really know about. Well, that any changes, like I know the basics of Dr. Who because I'm a sci-fi person. I've never really watched the show, but I, I I know enough from like people like you. (laughs) (laughs) I feel so loved. <laughs> okay. Uh, I just realized my video was flipped hor- the wrong way horizontal- ho- horizontally in the feed, oh, so geez. I just fixed it. Um, good. Devin, I'm going to talk a bit about my history with Doctor Who, and then I'll let you, because I feel like yours is longer than mine. Um, my introduction to Doctor Who was in the Family Guy episode, uh, Blue, uh, uh, Blue Harvest. 
where they uh they they're going to light speed and they just show they play the doctor who intro for a bit and they show tom baker's face i'm like i don't get that joke but i watched this with one of my friends in high school was like that's doctor who that was Devin. um yep uh, so that was my introduction to Doctor Who as a concept. I didn't know what Doctor Who was. Uh, then I met my my wife in college, and she, her and all of her friends were in a Doctor Who club. I was like, I don't know what Doctor Who is. So, And that was around the time of the the 50th anniversary special, so I started watching it. And she she started me with, with nine, so Christopher Eccleston, and then I watched all the way through 10 and 11. Uh, watch most of 12 haven't watched any of 13 um, but yeah that's my history with Doctor Who we have some Doctor Who art uh, like that's that's Doctor oh, Who com- coming out of the TARDIS with Spider-Man right there like that, that's fun <laughs> art um, so that's my history with Doctor Who um, Devin tell me a little bit about your history with Doctor Who I have a quick question Yes. I have to ask because this is important. Who's your doctor? My doctor? Who's your doctor? I'm wearing a pinstripe suit and a <laughs> trench coat. Not to mention my hair looks like... Tenant's my doctor. Um, Perfect. Tenant's my doctor. Um, I, I, I like... I like... <clears throat> We'll get into this later. I like most of the new doctors. Um, okay. Okay. I really like Capaldi. I re- mm-hmm. I like Eccleston. I wish there was more of him because I think yeah. he has some of the best moments in New Who. Like he has a very strong Agreed. season that I think gets overlooked a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I haven't seen much of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, but what I have seen, I've enjoyed. Um, I think some of the Doctor Who that I don't enjoy is mostly because of the writing, not because of the actors. But, I think that's pretty consistent for me too, though. It's not the actors; the actors are always top notch. Yeah. It's it's always the writing behind it. We'll, we'll talk about that later because yes. I I, ha- I had a conversation with my wife and I had an epiphany about something. So, oh, Devin, okay. who, Devin, who is your doctor? My doctor's number four, Tom Baker. He's okay. I, so my history with Doctor Who started when I was well into middle school. I had like taken up reading, and my dad, like understood that I had a rough fascination with sci-fi and we Struthers men have a problem where if it's something that we love, we want to share it with you. And that's how we show that we care about you is that we say, we love this thing and we want you to watch the thing that we love because we think you'll like it too. And even if you don't, you tried, you know? Yeah. So the very yeah. first doctor who I ever watched was the 1977 episode, the face of evil with Tom Baker and Louise Jameson. And I was immediately in love. I loved it from the start. I thought it was so cool. It was the first time I had ever seen multiple timelines done in anything because I was little. Because the conceit is that Doctor Who goes to this planet and they go, oh, there we have a shrine to the face of evil, the most evil thing that's ever happened in it. And they step out and it's Tom Baker's face on the side of a mountain. And it's because of something that happens in this planet's past, but his future. And that just blew my little mind. So I was sold right away. So I had read the books. I had seen all of the fourth doctor growing up. I could not get enough. I watched the crappy American TV show that they or movie that they had done. Like I was all in on the doctor. I started watching Eccleson the second it aired live because I was so excited for new who to happen. I've seen every single bit of Doctor Who all the way up until 13. And I'm like you. I've only seen a bit of 13, but I like everything that I've seen. For this episode, I actually watched the most recent episode of Doctor Who ever, ever, just to make sure I'm caught up. We'll we'll talk about that towards the end here. Um, Yeah. So, Ryan, not that you have to answer this question right now, but I, I want you to keep just think about this for at the end of the episode, because we're going to ask you who your doctor is based on what you've seen. So, yeah. Or if you have an answer for that, that, sorry, we're going to ask you who your doctor is based on what you've seen so far. So if you have an answer for that now, great. If not, we can hold it till the end. Peter. Is it Peter Capaldi? Yeah. Do you want, yeah. Do you want to know why you you watch more than what we gave you? 
Because I continued and I'm on episode six of uh, season eight. His first season, not season okay. eight. Whatever his first season is, I'm on okay. like episode six. So you watched from uh, Day of the Doctor. You watched from Day of the Doctor and just kept going. I watched from Day of the Doctor and then I can and then I skipped a bunch because for for some reason after Day of the Doctor, it's it recommended me the beginning of that season with him and like the dinosaur in london and everything oh weird. and okay yeah so like it skipped all those episodes and i'm like hang on a second i'm missing something because i know the doctor changes and i know that this guy was a doctor but the yeah. last episode i just watched it was the guy in the bow tie with the really big skull so i'm like okay <laughs> um so, so <laughs> i went to the last episode of that season of they yeah. um of day of the doctor to watch that transition happen okay and then i just went from there Okay, cool. Mm, well, you have some real good stuff coming up, Ryan. Yeah. Oh goodness, some uh, of my well, favorite episodes are coming up. So great, we'll get to talk about Capaldi a little bit. I didn't pull a graphic. Yeah. Yay! Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I know I we're love it. we're gonna go back a bit and talk about. Um, we're gonna go ten, eleven, twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, we Devin and I can talk a little bit about what we've seen of thirteen, uh, and then we're gonna talk about fourteen a little bit. Um. Yeah. So let's start with episode uh, with the episode that I pulled for ten, which was Partners in Crime. It's season four, episode <laughs> series series four, episode one. Um, the reason I chose this one is I wanted to give Ryan an introduction to a fun Doctor Who episode, like an Earth based episode where it's the Doctor doing zany things with with a not too lore heavy, uh, kind of fun, but uh, also kind of relevant because this is the first one of the first adventures with doc, the doctor and Donna and with the 60th specials, Donna's coming back yeah. uh, with tenant. So I wanted to introduce you to those characters with this episode. It's the second episode that they have together, but it's, it's one of the more fun ones because it's the one with all the memes for that, that, from Doctor Who have come from this episode. So it's the doctor in London and investigating at a company called Adipose, which is selling a weight loss pill. And Donna's also investigating the same thing. Um, a little bit of backstory I should have given you, Ryan, if you didn't pick up on it, is the, the doctor and Donna had one adventure before this where she just showed up in the TARDIS in a wedding dress. And they were both very confused. Okay, so I definitely picked up on the fact that, like, she knew who he was. Yeah, okay. And he recognized her. So I knew that there was at least one meeting together because she was all... Because she was all... Because she was all on the whole romantic, almost, side of things about him. About, you know, like, meeting the right man and all this other stuff. But I kind of already have a sense prior to watching all these that that like the companion to the doctor isn't always a romantic interest yeah it's funny you say that because she's like the one for 10 that's not romantic but like she it does starts off kind of that way though i i think it's for her it's more like just the the idea of the adventure she could have had that she passed up on because yeah. at the end of the episode she goes off and like oh we're I'm not going to, you're not going to mate with me. Like, no, like, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) um, So I watching this, I was like, I'm glad this is a a fun episode to give you a little bit of like what, like a quirky doctor who episode. That's just kind of fun. Show some like, like just the, the, the energy of 10, which I think is what I enjoy. And like just the, uh, the levity of it. Because Doctor Who does get kind of heavy in, in, at times, and 10 does get that way, but this is just a fun episode, especially after... Like, there's reasons why he doesn't have a companion in this episode at the beginning, and why he's hesitant to have Donna come with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is just a fun episode where he's like, you know what, yeah, let's uh, come come with me. So, Devin, watching this one, what did you, what did you pick up on? I... I loved. I mean, I haven't watched ten or rewatched ten in quite some time, 
I thought it was a lot of fun to go back to this episode because you're right. It's just kind of quirky. I really like the thing they do where the, the doctor and Donna keep missing each other, especially knowing like what their relationship is. It was just fun to see that. And I also just think it's, it just, it had such really good comedic writing. I think like for me, the scene where they're both like whispering at each other on either sides of the pane of glass and then the camera backs out and the person in the room, they're whispering on either side goes, am I interrupting something? Because they're just so lost in their own conversation. Like, I love that scene. That actually made me laugh again, and I forgot how fun that was. So, I mean, this was like a, like a nice warm bowl of soup just to go back to. It was like, it was cozy. It was nice. It was a doctor I love. It was perfect. Ryan, what did you think of the 10th Doctor and Donna? Some of the moments, holy British humor, Batman. And I know it's. Yeah, also, man. And, you know, like, I know it's a British show, but the main example that I have in this is when, like, they're both peeking up over the cubicle dividers and i know that that's supposed to be them constantly missing each other and i get it but that's probably the most british way of like (laughs) oh look look how silly it is they keep on popping up at the wrong time (laughs) i i i I am sure somebody has done this on the internet but i'm sure that like putting yakety sacks to that whole sequence and speeding it up would Mm -hmm. work perfectly Mm -hmm. um um but it it was a good episode uh it definitely like it was a good episode to, to, to show the silliness that it can get into without it being like ridiculously silly. Um, the one, uh, actually, no, I'll save that comment for the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also like how they don't shy away from some, like it wasn't just a good example of the silliness. It was also a good example of like what the differences of the show is like, yeah, it's a silly episode, but it, it kind of shows how different, you know, what's considered okay. And I would guess like a mainstream British TV show with like the nanny falling to her death at the very end. Yeah. Like that's something you would not see in like a very popular American show from the same time period. And, and- yeah, I like that as a like a theme where like especially with 10 where sometimes his villains just get so into themselves that they can't be saved. And that same thing comes up again for 10. Yeah. So I like that as a theme. All right. So Ryan, you I also you've... want that diet pill. Yes, me too. Real bad. Uh I I have it. It's no, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say that on the show. Um <laughs> So Ryan, you said you continued on from Day of the Doctor. Are you inclined at all to go back and watch more of 10? I The way that I'm watching this show and the way that my brain is working on it right now, which I have a hard time grappling with and get it to like turn its head in the direction I want it to go in, I'm just kind of stuck on this, okay, I'm, I'm starting from here and going forward. Sure. And then once I get to where I feel like either to like – the newest of what's coming out or until I get to the end of like either this season or like the next season, I don't know when it's going to be, but at some point I'll be like, okay, I'm just going to go back and go from the first episode that I have available to me and then just go from there. Okay. Um, because I would like to go back and do that. But right now my brain is just like, no, the next one, no, the next one. (laughs) Like, so I get that. Yeah, no, I, I get that too. Um, Okay, very cool. Uh, moving on, we're going to talk a bit about Devin's pick for an episode, which is the 11th Doctor. And uh, just so you guys know, the live stream cut out again, but I'm not stopping again. We're just going to keep going. Oh, no worries. Uh, we're going to talk okay. about the Rings of... What, 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 I, I pulled the poster that has weird font on it, and I can't read it. Devin, what episode did you uh, pick? I picked... Epi- I, what was it? Season 7, Episode 8. Episode 8, I told Ryan 7. It's Episode 8, uh, The Rings of Akaten. So the premise of this episode is that uh, Matt Smith's doctor is kind of just introduced to, to Clara. And, and similar to Donna in the last episode, uh, Ryan, Clara does need some context to make sense in this episode. Otherwise, the first part might read as a little bit creepy where he's following her parents uh, through how they met and how eventually she was made, which is creepy. Actually, can I kind of make a yeah. statement before you get into Yeah, there? please do. So I didn't know how long it would take you to finally get back to me. Um, mm-hmm. So I started watching Seven, and then I was halfway oh, yeah. through Seven when 
when I finally got the message back. So then I just went through and then watched eight. So I do know why he was so I do know why he was doing what he was doing. In fact, I had to stop because I thought something went wrong with the streaming service. And so Mm -hmm. I stopped to make sure that the episode did jump and it just didn't like land me in the middle of some random episode somewhere. (laughs) Got it. It it does start pretty, pretty abruptly. Yeah. Yeah. It just jumps itself in. So the whole kind of point of this episode is that Clara says, take me somewhere awesome. So the doctor takes her essentially to the rings of Akaten, which is a partly destroyed planet where a religious ceremony is about to be kind of carried out. But kind of something goes wrong the doctor has to save the day and i really like this as a showcase for matt smith's doctor i think it's some of the themes that get brought up in this episode kind of carry on to day of the doctor i think that it helps to show some of the things that the doctor essentially carries around with him and this started to pave the way for what eventually the plot for day of the doctor was there's also a fun little easter egg where the little girl that's singing in this episode is, I don't know if you recognized her, it's Amelia Jones, the lead actor from the movie Coda that we've all seen and liked. No. Yeah, 100% it was. I just verified it. It's the same It's the same person. I so, am shocked. Okay, yeah, so shocked. it's just, everyone's been in Doctor Who at least once. I love it. But I thought this was a fun episode to kind of start on to show some of the other side a little bit, some of the darker side of who, but the ultimately hopeful side. So Ryan, yeah. uh, we'll start with Alan, like like Alan did with me. Alan, <laughs> what was it like revisiting this episode? I, I'm not a huge fan of Clara as a companion. Okay. I was confused. Like I feel like I should have gone back and watched the episode before this, evidently. Uh, cause I was confused on some things too. Um, but I thought you picked a very good episode because this does deal with a lot of the doctor's trauma mm-hmm. and like he, he kind of just unloads everything at once, um, at the end there. So it was kind of a good primer for day of the doctor. Uh, I enjoyed this episode. I thought it was funny that the music that I keep seeing like Doctor Who TikToks to is from this episode. Oh, fun. Yeah. Because um, I keep just seeing like pictures of like people getting excited for Doctor Who coming back. And it's the, it's the song that she sings at the end that plays with oh, cool. it. I'm like, oh, that's where this is from. That That's, that's fun. So I'm not a huge fan of Eleven. No, that's fair. No. That's fair. I I found myself watching a lot of Eleven after this one. I, I watched a lot of Eleven after this one. He's, Ele- he's grown on me. They do a lot with Eleven that is just confusing. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Ten does the wibbly-wobbly, timey-wimey stuff. But, like, Eleven is so... Like, you can watch an episode of Ten... Mm-hmm. and watch the next episode of 10 and you wouldn't have had to see the episode before it mm-hmm. 11. It gets very heavy on the, um, the, the lore of doctor who and what's going on in that season. And yeah, it I, does. nine, nine and 10 both have that too, but it goes on and on like for all of 11 and into 12, like Ryan, wait until you meet river song. Cause that's oh boy. Um, but, like I had the epiphany today that like we talked a bit about Doctor Who and the writing not being great for the doctors. Like the the actors are great. The 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 writing might not be, but the doctors are, are, are good. Mm-hmm. I, I I think Matt Smith is a is a, is a good actor. I think he picks horrible projects. Because outside oh, of really? Doctor Who, the only things I could think of that he was in were Terminator Genesis. And Morbius. <laughs> oh no, he was in the Crown. Okay, well, I haven't watched the Crown. <laughs> the Crown's like Doctor was... Who without the TARDIS because it's just everyone it who's British. So, yes, yeah, he fits um, well into British roles. Yeah, but Ryan, what did you think of this one? This is a bit of a different tone of an episode for you. Well, I'm glad that I watched Seven first. Mm-hmm. Uh, because to be perfectly honest, 
going into the day of the doctor i just would have been like oh okay so here's here's a silly episode and here's a serious episode and here's two different Mm -hmm. doctors doing two different things watching episode seven kind of set up the like depth of him oh cool the like for the bells at saint john because Mm -hmm. it shows him like i guess mourning yeah someone else who was clara at some point Mm-hmm. or that you know whatever and you, you have the gist of it you really do yeah like he he was like mourning someone and then some random lady i guess gives clara like a phone number and like it shows the doctor kind of like healing and so that kind of, so that made me kind of, that 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 made me feel for him just a tiny bit more than like the one that i watched before sure um and the main part that stuck with me after watching Day of the Doctor was the whole, like, I don't turn away or, yeah. you know, like that whole thing, like you know, yeah. about his trauma and everything. And then when I mentioned before about I should save this comment for the next episode, yeah. one of the other reasons why I think I'm continuing from where I stopped, like from, you know, from the last episode of this doctor to the next one Mm -hmm. is because the one thing about Doctor Who that has always turned me off from trying to watch it is the theme song. Oh, interesting. Okay. Because it is so cheap sounding. And I'm sorry that if I'm (laughs) making anyone mad by that statement, but it is so cheap sounding. The whole like, thing, like just doesn't know. No. (laughs) Um... And so to to kind of look past that, the effects are better in these episodes. So it's easier to kind of like deal with the little corniness I see here and there um, because the effects are more up to par. They're, you know, they're more polished. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I so. I feel like watching these episodes that I'm watching is going to make me appreciate the show to the point where I can go back and watch the earlier stuff and just be like, Oh, this thing was made in like 2004. This is fine. Because, because if I would have done that now, I would have been like, Oh my God, when do these effects get better? (laughs) (laughs) That's, you know what? That's like, there's always an arc to appreciating Dr. Who where like you first go, Oh, that's an interesting idea. Why do the effects look so bad? Why does this look so bad? And then eventually, someone will walk into the room and they'll go, this show looks bad. You're like, it looks great. Wait till you see where it used to be. Like, you, you just kind of yeah, ri- take yeah. that ride with the show. Yeah, and yeah. and that's what I'm trying to... Yeah. I think that's what I'm trying to do. Um, but this episode definitely also set up the world outside of Earth a little bit. Because mm-hmm. now that I know that a half-dead planet or star can be a vampire, then I'm just expecting whatever at this point. Anything can happen. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's where I pretty much landed on it at the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah. then when so then when Peter showed up and he could talk to the dinosaur, it didn't make it didn't make me like second guess it because I saw an episode prior that like, you know, he and th- th- there was like a vampire planet that they were fighting. So, I, so Ryan, I'm kind of upset that you wa- you watched the episode before Devin's, but not the one after mine, because now that you're in Capaldi, there's a there's an, a moment in Capaldi's first episode is like why this face, like yeah, why yeah. why why this face, uh, the episode after the one that I had you watch, uh, the okay. Doctor and Donna go back to Pompeii. And Peter Capaldi is in that episode and he's like a main character who interacts with the doctor. So the doctor yeah. chose that face for a reason. So the doctor yeah. recognizes himself. Um, I wish you would watch that episode. That That's okay, a very okay. good episode to watch. Okay. So I will definitely probably go back to that episode in the next couple of days, but do, does he going forward at some point in the three seasons, he's a doctor. Mm-hmm say oh that's right this is the guy i met in pompeii no he knows it's the guy who who, who he met in pompeii it's oh, okay. why did yeah. he why did 
why is he that face and the reason why uh, subconsciously it's in that episode with, yeah he yeah okay. the, what like what is the reason he has that face and there is a reason for it I'm not gonna spoilers um, yeah. Devin, I feel like we should play a game uh, where we just, we just say Doctor Who things out of context and just to confuse <laughs> Ryan. Uh, I've, I've got one ready if you if you want to play that game. So let I me got know. A couple. Th- th- think of them for the end of the episode. We'll play that. Okay, um, perfect. So let's talk a little bit about Day of the Doctor. This is the, yes. uh, the, the 50th anniversary special that features the 10th Doctor, the 11th Doctor, and the mysterious Doctor that no one knew about for 50 years. Yeah. The, the War Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, Devin, you were a Doctor Who fan when this came out. Yes. The, correct me if I'm wrong. There was a lot of mystery about who John Hurt was playing in this, correct? Absolutely. We we didn't understand what he was even doing in this. They were just like, and like all we had gotten was, and John Hurt as the War Doctor. And collectively went, what is the War Doctor? What is this? And like, oh, and so I don't they, know who John Hurt is. You don't know who John Hurt is? I didn't know who John Hurt was before this. Do you know who he is now outside of yeah, this? Yeah, of course I do. Okay. Oh, absolutely I do. 100%. Okay. But up until that point, I didn't know John Hurt. So I was like, all right, I don't know who John... I thought, I thought, and this is me being Devin and stupid, I thought John Hurt was the character name. Because I'm like, oh, War Doctor, last name Hurt. I get it. No. <laughs> no. No. Hey. Oh, to be young and naive. I love how your brain works sometimes. I really do. <laughs> but no. Okay. Yeah, so we were told he was a war doctor. We didn't know what was going on with that. Okay. Uh, so, Ryan, this is your first introduction into uh, Doctor Who uh, combination episodes. In this, they talk about it happening in the past. Because uh, there's, there's the three doctors. There's the four doctors. I think there's a five doctors and then it kind of just becomes a mess. Uh, so team up, team up episodes were a thing back in mm-hmm. like early who, uh, this is the first time they did it with new who, uh, what did you think of day of the doctor as a special? Oh, it was great. Um, the, the two episodes that you guys picked def- definitely set it up. Well, mm-hmm. um, simply just introducing because Alan's doctor was mm-hmm. silly in Day of the Doctor, which fit the silly episode that he picked. Mm-hmm. Devin's doctor had a more serious tone in the episode, so picking a more serious episode worked mm-hmm. for the pick as well. Now I have to say to throw in my own now now to throw in my randomness into this, even though Alan, I know that Claire is the only one that I know. <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to a companion at this yeah. point. But w- what I will say is that watching episode seven helped me understand her relationship to that current doctor yeah, when that episode right. came out. So even her being there, her being his like men- his partner in crime, for lack of a better thing to say, as, uh, as an American... Um, helped kind of understand that relationship more. So even those interactions meant more than just watching this without knowing who anyone was. Um, Now, when it comes to the other doctors, because of the internet and because of memes and because of the just general sci-fi meme groups that I'm in, I have seen memes of a lot of the older doctors. So sure. It was one of those things where it's like, oh, I've seen that one in a meme. I've seen that one in a meme. The one with the <laughs> scarf, I've seen that one a lot. You know, it was stuff like that. So, and, yeah. and and then when they did the whole thing of like the flying V formation, like at the end of all of yeah. the like people that they had, like that was cool mm. and all. I mean, I didn't really feel anything about it because like I'm never, I've never seen any of those episodes, yeah. but it was cool that they did that. Um, the one part that I did like, and I was like, I know who that is. Um, was when they were doing like the different doctors showing up, and then they just showed the eyes and eyebrows. Yeah. Of uh, of like Peter. Now, granted, we're like what more than ten years removed from that. Yeah. Like yeah. ten years. Ha- ten years exactly. Um, yeah. 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 So, so we're like ten years removed from that. So obviously, when they saw that, I'm like, oh, that was a sneak. 
Yeah, it they was. Did it that was so cool. Yeah, it was so cool. They were like, no, sir, 13. And, like, I saw yeah. this in theaters. The theater erupted. Like, it was incredible. Yeah. And, and the funny the funny thing is, like, Day of the Doctor came out in November. There was a Christmas special. Yeah. That was Matt Smith's last episode. And then I think Capaldi picked up at New Year's. Wow. Like, it was very fast was with how, fast. how they did a transition. And I think that's going to happen again with, uh, with the new guy. I think um, so. So, because they're already filming his second season and his first episode hasn't aired. Whoa. Yeah. Um, so, Devin, as a deep Doctor Who lore fan, is there anything from Day of the Doctor that Ryan may have picked, missed that you picked up on that you want to talk about? Oh, my gosh. It's a good question. I mean, the thing that, like, the thing that kept alarm belling to me, the one, especially when I first saw this, like louder than anything else, was two things. First, the fact that there were so many Tom Baker references in this, mm-hmm. like even from Osgood showing up in the classic Tom Baker scarf, and then to the man, the myth, the legend himself walking out in the end. Incredible, incredible. But then the other part was, this is the first time we had seen the enemies in this, the Zygons. This is the first time we had seen them post-1975 in their original run, Terror of the Zygons, which I rewatched for this because I'm Devin. Uh, <laughs> well, the Zygons, you're talking about the the squid-looking things? The shapeshifters with the venomous sacs yeah. in their tongue? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, this is... Yeah. So, like, as a Who fan, like, this was a deep pull for a bad guy. Because the typical go-to, and I don't know how much you'll know of this, Ryan, but the typical go-through for, hey, the world's in trouble. This is a really big, bad enemy, I promise. Dialects, Cybermen, the Master. It's those three things. If it's not those three things, then they're typically little one-off episodes. So the fact that a 50th anniversary special wasn't Dialects, Cybermen, or the Master blew my mind. I was like, oh, we're going to go with Zygons. Great. I mean, in a way, the, the Daleks still play a big part of this episode, though. I mean, that's fair. That's totally fair. They um, are the one thing I still can't... I'm going to need a few more episodes with them, because I still... Yeah. My thing with them, it always has been their voice. I and love the it. Fact that the, and the fact that they're just repeating the same words over and over again. Like, I know... I know that, you know, once I watch a few more episodes, now that I'm interested in it, that mm-hmm. eventually I'll come around to it and just kind of enjoy it for what they are. Mm-hmm. Um, and the episode where they shrink down and go into, yeah. like, and they go into one to, like, you know, to, like, help it. Um, yeah. That that helped tremendously yeah. for me. I'm still not all the way there yet. But yeah. It's a combination of their voice and the fact that they're just rolling trash cans. Yeah. <laughs> like... So there's a joke that they're, people call them pepper pots. Uh, and then the biggest joke for them, especially in, in Tom Baker's Doctor, is, man, if you want to get away from dialects, some stairs. Just go up some stairs. They can't, they can't climb them. And then in, like, in, I think, the ninth season or in the ninth Doctor, they show them, like, hovering and they're like oh shit okay that joke's gone yeah yeah, they're they're kind of a silly enemy but i learned to love them yeah and i think that's what it's going to end up being is just that okay fine these things exist (laughs) it's just silly i'm just going to roll with it because yeah at this point i'm still trying to be like okay intimidation factor intimidation factor i'm still not there yet (laughs) (laughs) that's fair all right um so Ryan, did you understand who the curator was when he showed up? Yeah, yeah, okay. no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, no. Um, I recognized him again from because as as soon as I saw him, I was like, oh, he looks a little familiar. Mm-hmm. And then I thought back to all of the pictures I've seen of Doctor Who and everything, and I'm like, okay, he's got to be one of the old Who. And then he was wearing the scarf, and I'm like, okay, I've seen that scarf before. <laughs> and 
knowing how these type of anniversary shows go, I was just like, okay, he's got to be an old doctor. He's got to be like the original one, or he's got to be the oldest one that's still alive or something like that. Yeah. Um, Which was cool. Um, So that's how, I mean, again, it's, 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 it's one of those things where, like, you guys watch it, and you're, yeah. like, cheering, and I watch it, and I'm like, oh, okay, that they did a cool thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so, I'm trying to think if there's anything else from Day of the Doctor I wanted to talk about. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Doctor Who now, because, uh, okay. Devin, I'm kind, of, I'm kind of upset with you. Why you you live in the UK, so you you yeah. have access to all of like most of Doctor Who, all of it. I have access to all of it. Oh, Not I mean, there's all last of it. There's, no, you don't have the last stuff. episode. Did you see the yeah. there? I just read an article yesterday about uh, the lost episodes that somebody has, but doesn't. And they don't want to give them to BBC. They don't want to give them to the BBC because they're worried that they're going to get uh, pure. pure they, they're going to get charged with a crime for having them. Yep. Um. Yeah. So. They have a thing called the Hooniverse on iPlayer in the UK. Yeah, they do. Where you can watch a bunch of old Who, and all the new stuff is going to be there as well. Over here, we have to watch. If we want to watch all of Doctor Who, you need three streaming services. You need uh, Max to watch the new Who stuff, so 9 through 13. Uh, You need BritBox to watch Classic Who. And then... Doctor Who, the new stuff, the new special with Tenet and the, and the 15th Doctor will be on Disney Plus. On Disney Plus? Yeah. What? Why? Disney Disney Plus has teamed up with BBC to give Doctor Who more money. So the production production uh, productions had more money going into these specials and the new seasons because of Disney pitching in. Some wow. Money. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I, I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. I mean, I think Disney wanted something to, to put in their catalog that um, they didn't have to make. <laughs> but they could throw some money at. So, Like Bluey. Like Bluey. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I got to I tell mean, you. I, yeah, go ahead. I mean, there's not much difference between the Doctor and Bluey. No. Same thing. I, I've never seen Bluey, so I don't know. Bluey um, is amazing. <laughs> I was playing video games with my brother-in-law and I could hear my niece and nephew watching Bluey in the background. So my, <laughs> I, I sent a message to my niece that, cause she, she could message me from her tablet. I was like, Bluey. And then she was like, how'd you know I was watching Bluey? I was like, I'm playing video games with your dad. She's like, you're playing video games with my dad. And I just hear her walk up. Are you playing games with uncle Alan? <laughs> it's adorable. Um, so David Tennant is back. Yeah, he is. Um, as the fourteenth Doctor, we're call- he's he's the fourteenth Doctor. He's not back as the tenth Doctor. Um, so I I'm excited for him to come back. Ryan, I'm going to give you the the warning: don't watch the new Doctor Who stuff with Tenet, the specials, until you finish at least season four of his run, because the Donna stuff isn't going to make much sense if you watch it without that context. And that's the stuff that they're filming and, ha- and hasn't come out yet. No, no, no. Uh, oh, okay. No. So they, they, there's a spe- they have the three specials with David Tennant and, uh, Oh, I'm blanking on her name. Why am I blanking on her name? Um, Donna, Donna. Donna? Yeah. No. Not yeah. The, oh, okay. her, the actress name. I, Oh, why am I blanking on it? Catherine Tate. Catherine Tate. Uh, they yeah. have three specials with them returning. Uh, the episodes after the one I had you watch, you need to the finale of that season. You need to watch to understand what's going on with with Donna and the Doctor. Because there, there's okay. there's some stuff going on there. So um, there's some good episodes in that season. So I highly recommend it. But uh, Devin, are you excited to see Doctor Who come back? Yeah, I mean. So I, in preparation for this, I had actually watched the last episode of uh, of Jodie Whittaker's Doctor, and it was spectacular. It was really, really good. I really liked how she passed the torch, and I, 
I just can't wait. I know who the bad guy is for one of the new episodes of New Who, and that's so cool to me. Yeah. Neil Patrick okay, Harris. So, so they're bringing back an actor who played Doctor Who already to play Doctor Who again? Yes. Yep. So what happened at the end of... Spoilers. Uh, what, ha- <laughs> what happened at the end of the thir- of the 13th Doctor's run is she says, Doctor Whoever is next, or Doctor Whoever I may be, tag you're it. Yep. And so she regenerates like the doctor does. And one of the things that's different about this regeneration is her clothes change from what she's usually when the doctor regenerates, they, they show up in the same clothes as their previous doctor. This time the clothes change and it's David Tennant again. And he's like, I know mm-hmm. these teeth. What? 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 <laughs> like he, like he's confused. Yeah. Like he doesn't know what's going on. Um, one of my favorite things about this regeneration is I start when I started my new job, like I, some of the, the students I worked with knew Doctor Who and mm. I would be like, who's your doctor? Like, oh, David Tennant. I said, like, oh, cool. Did you, did you see see the, 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 the regeneration for 13? Like, no. Why? I was like, here, watch this. And I showed it to like a bunch of students like and every time. No way. What? That can't be real. Like, it, okay. it, yeah, I always get nervous. It's what, a good thing what, we're not live right now. What happened? Exactly. Yeah. What happened? You froze for a sec. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah a you're little back. bit more so, than a sec, to be honest. Okay. So, so we lost you when you said that some of my students know Doctor Who. And I'm then... not going to tell it again. I'm not going to tell it again. Because it's already uh, in the podcast. Oh, good. Maybe, okay. Yeah. Um, you have to go back and listen or watch. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I got to get – I got to – like, the regeneration is very cool to see. So, we'll, we'll send that your way, De- Ryan, to yeah. check out. Um, but then new who's coming. Um, so now let's play a game of random doctor who quotes of things that are going to be out of context for Ryan and very confusing. I'll start us off with moisturize me. Devin, your turn. (laughs) Don't blink. Uh, easy Jack. Geronimo. Are these all just silly things that he says before doing something? No. Uh, are you my mummy? Oh, shoot. That was a really, really good yeah. one. Oh, you're going to... Spoilers. Um, this is getting tougher now that we're getting into it. It is. Oh, man. Um, oh, man. I, I, custard and fish sticks. <laughs> I almost had Ryan watch that episode, actually. Yeah. Oh, I, I, I'm out. I'm tapped out. I tried to pull open a list quick and Google is not cooperating with me. I, I, I will say there's a lot of things that you have to look forward to, Ryan. Um, yeah. The last one I'll say out of context is who wrote Beethoven's fifth. Oh, that one's fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is a, the, I think that about does it for our Doctor Who special. Um, it's a shame it wasn't actually live, but meh. parts of it were. Yeah, parts of it were. So if you got to watch it live, great. If not, uh, thanks for coming back and watch, joining us now. Um, next week is Ryan's pick, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Ryan, what are you going to have us is. watch? So I was thinking long and hard about this. This is a movie that I've wanted to do for years. Um, I am not starting our holiday dive with okay. this one. This is probably going to be our last film before the holiday dive. Okay. But since I have a feeling I know what Devin's going to be doing the following week, um, I wanted to give everyone a real nightmare before Christmas, before we actually do Nightmare Before Christmas. So, Alan, I'm sorry, but we are going to be doing Event Horizon next week. So Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Devin, did he just spoil your next pick, too? I have no idea what you're talking about. He was so vague. I, I can't I, possibly know what you I, meant. I believe, I believe the correct response to my question was, what's this? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Um, okay, cool. Oh. So Event Horizon next week, maybe or maybe not. Uh, Nightmare Before Christmas the week after that. Um, <laughs> and... And I know what my first Christmas pick is going to be too. And I, all I will say is that's going to be changing 
a lot the next few weeks. So, oh, fun. Yeah. Um, so until next time, uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook for some fun memes uh, and stay up to date on what episodes coming up next. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch full episodes of the show, including this one that got cut out multiple times from our live streaming service that I'm not too happy with right now. Um, and then like, uh, and then listen to us wherever you get your podcasts. Um, for you have to watch this podcast. I'm Alan. I'm Ryan. And I'm Devin. Guys, I don't want to go. We'll see you next week.